Hello and welcome to It Ain't So Black and White. I'm Richie Lyons. And I'm on Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into it, guys. So, hey, guys. Uh, it's our last week of shows. It's our last one of the year. Crazy that's already gone by. We don't have any guests today. Uh, also, if you, this is your first episode, I'm, I'm Richie Lyons. So I wanted to switch it up for some reason. Yeah, man. I had to hit y'all with something different this episode. Keep it on your toes. Hey, to keep it on your toes, you were just like, oh, was, was that actually Richie saying that? Nah, bye. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> so today we thought, go through, uh, since we don't have the rundown anymore, you haven't really heard our opinion on a lot of new stuff that has happened. So we're going to talk about some of the news yeah. uh, before we... We give you guys a four month break of listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we had to we had to take y'all back, man. Take y'all back to the original where it ain't so black and white started. I'm just saying that like we just like came up and got mansions and Lamborghinis and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so our first topic for today is Elon Musk buying Twitter. Now, Mom, what are your thoughts on this? Man, see, me and Richie, I feel that we're gonna be on polar opposites of this subject because me and Richie is just always on the opposite side but i'm sorry we have a podcast (laughs) (laughs) i am all for my boy buying twitter because for the simple fact that twitter was doing a lot of um as we all know shadow banning and and banning accounts and they were only promoting ads and then they the algorithm was shadow banning more likely conservative points of views which i which is what i thought was uh unfair for the simple fact that it's a public company and then since it's a public company it's owned by shareholders and, you know, I feel like everybody should give a chance. To, I mean, get a chance to be heard at the same uh, at the same rate as the people who have a more liberal ideology. Yeah, uh, I don't really care that much, to be honest with you. Really? Uh, I don't have Twitter. I think Twitter Twitter is the worst social media platform. Why do you say far. that? Because people all every time you can't because Twitter because like Twitter so quick. When you write, you don't think about something before you say it on Twitter and then it's there forever. You can't. Yeah. De- you can delete tweets, can't you? Yeah, yeah, you can always find them. They never anything on the internet. It never goes away, man. Use a wayback machine or something like that. So you honestly don't have a problem with Elon buying Twitter? I don't have a problem. Uh, Forty-four billion dollars. Now, purchase. I think that I don't think it's gonna be that much of a difference as people think. It's still a private company. They can do whatever they want with their platform. I, w- I mean, it, it's a private company now. It was yeah. a public company first. Or still the same way. It's the company. It doesn't. It's not like owned by the government or anything. And, you know, Trump made his own Twitter just to get his opinion out there and to have, like, the same thing where, oh, you can say anything, which Twitter banning Trump, like, they didn't ban him, like, until, like, the January 6th thing because that was yeah, we couldn't him, ban saying, him saying something. Well, they can ban whoever they want. No, I'm talking about, like, while he was president. I'm pretty sure you got banned while he was president. Really? Really? It was after he lost the election, but it was before he was out of office, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I knew it was, like, after the election. Yeah, but he's still president. But, uh, yeah, because what he was saying was causing actual harm. It wasn't just somebody's feelings get hurt. It was, you know, causing. Did you see those text messages that came out? No. Between all the people that was on the uh, on the Trump, uh, like, board type thing? No. I, w- I was reading through a bunch of the messages, and they were not for those riots. Which was uh, cause cause and it the messages was grabbed by yeah, CNN. But it's not even not being for the riots because they're going against Mike Pence and all that the riots yeah. and all that. It was really just pro Trump, anti everybody else. Mm. It was more what they said caused it, like what Trump said, like mm-hmm. sort of caused it, and it may have got well, like 
like Travis Scott, his Astro World, uh, that tragedy that happened. He didn't intend that to happen, but indirectly, what he said, what the culture of his fan base has become, it happened because of that, which he didn't want anybody to die, but because of what he said earlier about the culture of his fans and all that, it caused those tragedies to happen. Okay, so question. Do you think since now that Twitter is going to be more free? Because that's that's Elon's whole point of making Twitter free and, and, and accessible to everybody to say whatever they want. Do you think that's going to incite a lot more riots or incite more people to be more violent against each other? Each other or do you think that now that we're able to be heard and, and or not? I don't we, think but Twitter those, was banning people as much as everybody says it was because I like what um, shadow banning, not shadow banning because shadow banning. I don't think. It affects it that much as people say because like every single thing is a shadow ban and it's a whole a whole algorithm is just like hard to decode yeah uh, for what gets popular and what gets shadow because it's not like they pick and choose most of it like unless you're donald trump they're not going to do anything if you're just a normal guy yeah but they had a community guideline if you go across that then a computer probably will recognize that and delete your tweet i don't think it's gonna be as different as everybody says you don't think I really don't think Twitter was has always been a place where anything's allowed, anything. You know? Yeah, you're right. Because I do know a lot of people who go to Twitter to watch their uh, explicit videos. Yeah, Twitter is allowed anything for a while, but they still have community guidelines. They don't want to cause it's like free speech in America. You can say anything, but what you say still might have consequences if it like causes action, like a threat or something like that. Like, so they still have a community guideline where. You know, they want people threatening people over Twitter and all that. That's something that might cause violence or something like because just saying something doesn't do anything. But like some saying something that might incite something else they'd have a problem with. But unless you're like a big dog like Donald Trump, they probably weren't going to do anything. Uh, How do you feel major. about free speech, Richie? Uh, I'm all for I mean, I work in the news station. I think free speech is an amazing thing. I mean, of course, everybody should get it. But your actions do have consequences and if you say like if you threaten somebody or like say something that might cause violence i mean you should like there's gonna be repercussions towards that i mean of, of course there are gonna be repercussions to whatever you're talking about yeah i just whatever. think a lot of people when they hear free speech it means they can say whatever they want they can say whatever they want mm -hmm. but there's still consequences to what they say but not like legally most of the time yeah, but just like the action of the of the populace. I mean, not yeah. the populace of the of the. Like, if you people. say like, uh, like somebody giving a speech at like a civil rights thing, like they're not actively doing anything other than talking, but what they're talking is causing something, you know, mm -hmm. or like a general or something telling somebody to do something, like. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, or a coach telling a player. Yeah, I could go through allegories all day, but <laughs> I just kept thinking of ones. I'm like, man, this one's good. Oh, this one's good, too. <laughs> uh, the next thing I want to touch on very recent is uh, Don, uh, Johnny Depp trial. Now, have you been keeping up with this, Simone? <clears throat> I have not been keeping up with it, but I know that his, like, was it his wife or girlfriend? Wife. Yeah, she tried to, like, call, say he, like, sexually harassed her or something. It was domestic dispute. Uh, his wife is Amber Heard, another very famous. She was an Aquaman uh, playing the lead actress. She's a very famous actress, too. Mm -hmm. uh, she sort of said that he was abusing her, and then he lost 
his role as Captain Jack Sparrow and a lot of endorsements because of it. Uh, but in fact, the trial's not over. But overwhelmingly, the crowd is on Johnny Depp's side. Yeah, the evidence is all I, against Amber Heard, and it's been like that forever from the public. Like Disney's just saw like the headline probably and was like, I mean, Disney's super family friendly. Like if you do anything out of like character or anything, you'll probably get. Uh, yeah. I don't want to be fired, sexist, but I don't. I don't mean to be sexist, people, but I am so glad that the man is winning <laughs> right now because like i feel like every everything i've been seeing lately has been like so pro woman where i always thought like i was thinking to myself man there would never be a point in time where if it's like a man versus a woman where a man's voice will be like heard of a woman and that just makes me I, like it's not the fact that he's a man man winning over a woman well it is the fact that he's a man winning over a woman for the simple fact because i was like man I thought we got to the point in time where there is there well is no way that this is a man's this opinion. isn't like yeah yeah I know what you mean because they're married and it's a inter- well not even that that because like the Deshaun Watson trials those are those civil suits those are like there's no evidence for anything really it's either his word against their word mm-hmm. this one there's actual evidence going around there's phone calls that have been recorded there's pictures of the bruises. Johnny Depp uh, got there's testimonies from other people who are around that relationship. It's not just a he said, she said, and the recordings, the phone recordings. The one Amber Heard was like, I did not, I did not punch you. You were saying I punched you, I did not slap you, I hit you. It's like, what? <laughs> What's this? He hitting you, punching, but yeah, it's overwhelming. And there's been some, right. some messed up stuff, but he did make us sound sad though. He was like, I stood up in front of her. I said, get get your punch, and then she like punched him. Yeah, I'm pretty t- sure Johnny Depp got abused as a child, so it's probably very traumatic for him. And it, if you have a chance, look up. They are going viral on TikTok. I think the last one had Brown, like five million views because everybody's for Johnny Depp because everybody loves Johnny Depp. They love Jack Sparrow, and uh, the lawyer Amber Heard hired is, oh my goodness, he hearsayed. Uh, and objected to his own question to somebody because they weren't getting an answer he liked. He's just saying the dumbest stuff. And Johnny Depp has, is so charismatic and like so funny on the stand. Man, I, I, I been on. I've been going on this, this social media fast for like the past two, three weeks. You know, but I, but but once I get off this social media fast, boy, I'm, I'm gonna catch up with the Johnny Depp trial. Oh, so there's some of the funniest videos. What what Amber Heard's lawyer is saying, I mean, uh, Amber Heard's lawyer and the Kyle Rainhouse prosecutor, uh, they're just <laughs> talking to talk I was just going to say, bro, like Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer, that's like what you're making him sound like. Because Kyle Rittenhouse, I mean, not Kyle Rittenhouse. It was a prosecutor. Yeah, I was going to say the prosecutor, he was terrible. Yeah, those two, they definitely <laughs> probably went to the same college. <laughs> they probably went to the same elementary school. <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy uh what's going on but uh our next topic is covid uh marquette it's been two three months they uh got rid of the mask bandmate uh amazing then uh florida i think i think it's florida it's probably florida but they got the you're allowed to not wear masks on public transportation now in public areas so Masks are, the rates are going down after that little spike at the beginning of the year. Uh, masks are coming off. Man, what do you think will, do you think 
Where do you think we'll go from here, Richie? Because I feel like COVID has like slowly like sifted out of the world's view. Yeah. So I hope some things still stick from COVID because Such a so what was it? Was it swine flu or something? There's or uh, SARS in I think Japan. Mm-hmm. That was a epi- epidemic. I think I think that's the right word there yeah. and uh now anytime you have like a cough you wear a mask just respectfully and i've been seeing that here anytime anybody's even a little sick they wear a mask you know and Which, you want that to continue on yeah i think to stop germs just basically like if you're sick if you're coughing you're going out just wear a mask hmm. i feel like that's uh respectful to do because japanese culture is all about respect that's why i do it's respectful you don't want to get your neighbor sick i think it's respectful i think it's smart i hope that sticks hmm. i can see that i'm i'm uh it's it's kind of funny because like i f- i haven't thought about covid in a in a minute like i forgot covid was was even a thing yeah like i, f- I the only time i remember covid is a thing so i volunteer every friday at aurora Sanctum south shore and I have to wear a mask to be in the hospital. That's the only time that I remember. Uh, oh, another thing I think you should so. say, if you are a food prepper, you should wear a mask. A food prepper? If you're making food for somebody else at a restaurant, anywhere, the people at the dining halls here, you should wear a mask. Really? You think so? I think you should. If you're giving somebody else food or making their food, I think you should wear a mask. Does it bother you when they don't wear a mask? It doesn't bother me because I'm used to it, but... I was, the one day, everybody at the dining hall wears masks, and there's this one lady who wasn't wearing a mask, and, like, she was talking to me, and, like, I was like, man, she might be, like, spitting my food or something, like, just how she's talking, because it was just, like, the way she talked, I'm like, man, like, just for cleansiness, like, I think you should just wear cleanliness. (laughs) Cleanliness. Okay, sorry. (laughs) We're shooting this later than we normally do, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I am pretty tired, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I think... Just like respectfully, like I feel like you just should. I mean, you already have to wear a hairnet and all that gloves. Like, okay, you should wear. It. So, are you gonna stop eating fast food? <laughs> no. Okay, then. Well, uh, you you might as well throw that idea away from McDonald's, cause McDonald's boy. Just you, you probably got a little pee in your food from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say I think I think that should stick. Mm. I think there's certain places when you should wear a mask, and I think that's one of them. Yeah. I, I like, I actually kind of agree with that. I, I agree with the, uh, for the simple fact in like hospitals, like since I work in a hospital, especially like Aurora St. Luke South Shore, it's like a really elderly hospital. Well, not, not the hospital being old, but like a lot of old people. Are there. <laughs> like, like I don't, I'm yet to see like a young, a person under like 30 and be there. And, um, and it's, it's kind of crazy because it makes me like be scared to even like pull my mask down because like the people there are so nice and it just be like it'd be crazy yeah. if I was the one that got them sick. And I don't think it's that hard to wear a mask. Yeah, I also it's, it's pretty easy. Like yeah. I, especially at the pandemic, like I got used to. Like I would go get home in my dorm like after classes and all that where I have my mask on all day and, and I forget, forget I have it me on. Me too, bro. It's like my glasses. Like I don't know why I'm wearing <laughs> my glasses ever. Like, I don't you realize sure? it. You, don't, you sure you don't notice you wearing it? I don't notice I'm wearing my glasses. Man, I, I can't imagine, like, wearing glasses. I just, like, I know when I get older, I'm going to have readers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have readers. I'm like, wait, my kid's going to bring me home their port yeah. card. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me grab I my I wear glasses since the end of eighth grade. And really? Since the end of eighth grade? Yeah. 
I noticed. Yeah, the one day I was, me and my friend was in, we were sitting in the back room room we were together, and uh, <laughs> I I couldn't read the board. I was like, hey. I can't read what's on the board. He goes, bro, I think you're blind. Like, you need to get glasses right now. Like, I'm tired <laughs> of reading this board to you. Like, go get your glasses. Like, <laughs> it was funny. Shout out to my buddy. Uh, yeah, but that, it was funny. That's what I knew. When he, he started bullying me about <laughs> needing glasses. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, cause I, like, need them since, like, the beginning of eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But I, like, just didn't. <laughs> and then, like, by the time uh, I got put in, like, the back of the classroom, because we'd always switch, like, our science seats, like, every nine weeks mm-hmm. and the last nine weeks were like the very back like i couldn't read a thing off the board and at that point i was like yeah i need glasses <laughs> man that boy is tripping <laughs> okay another thing we got on the rundown is the big quit now oh the big quit come on any opinions on that man ah uh, so wait does the big quit refer to beginning of COVID or towards the end or towards middle? that right now it's oh really? going on yeah I, for some reason, I thought it referred to because COVID. A lot of people like like unemployed all that, but now people are just quitting their jobs. And uh, there is a really good sixty minutes episode about it, where I think the interview was it. Oh man, why can't I remember? So I just watched this. It was like the CEO of like LinkedIn or one of those websites, and then some business what? owners. So, what are some reasons why people are quitting? It's because of the pandemic, because more people are realizing like they don't want to work these minimum wage these lesser wage jobs oh so it's people quitting lesser wage jobs yeah it's just people oh. realizing that this isn't worth their time there's like more man I'm to gl- life sorter and they I'm just glad they realizing that yeah and they don't want to spend their lives spend at least 40 hours a week doing these jobs so there's more demand for these higher paying jobs but these lower ones it's tough because they talk to owner of a restaurant he's like I don't blame them, but I can't find any workers. Nobody wants to work, and he doesn't pay. He pays over minimum wage. Like he says he pays pretty good, but nobody wants to work these uh, jobs anymore. Man. The COVID sort of made people realize that being away from your jobs for so long made you made a lot of them realize that. Yeah, I I think I think that's pretty. I mean, it's bad for the economy, but good for the personal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for, for I don't. Pers- I yeah. would not want to be working those jobs when I'm older. Yeah, me, me either. Like, cause I think about it. I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast today, and he was talking about how he realized when he re- wait, you you ball your face up. You must not like Joe Rogan. Oh, I didn't say anything. I legit my zipper got stuck on the <laughs> on the chair. <laughs> oh, oh, you balled your face. Up. I was like, oh, Richie was don't like Joe Rogan. No, I I don't have a problem with Joe Rogan. I mean, his fan base. A lot of a lot of these people I was talking to somebody like mm-hmm. like I really like Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. but I won't say that a lot of times. Because I do not like his fan base. Really? You know? Sometimes the fan base turns me off from the person. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like Tom Brady. Like I, Tom Brady, my favorite QB, but I don't like him when I meet other Tom Brady people because then they just like end up being like huge riders, and I'm just like, wait a minute, bro, chill out. <laughs> yeah. So what are you saying about Joe? Oh, okay. So he was talking about how he realized that he didn't want to not no bash to like construction, but like how he realized when he was younger how he didn't want to do construction because he, he he knew a lot of people who were in construction. They lived miserable lives. Like he knew people that were like drunks and stuff like that. And like for the past like few years, I've met a few people in construction who just like had miserable lives. Like yeah. or, or or it seemed to be miserable. Lives. They were making great money, but like the toll that it took on your body and then like the amount of drinking that they did, and it was just like man, it just 
did not seem worth it because especially like with me because like i was carrying like drywall and wood like i probably still do a little bit this summer because yeah. it pays well <laughs> but uh but um yeah it's just like but i couldn't imagine doing that for the rest of my life and imagine just growing up doing that day in yeah and day out. i had the same thoughts so my dad is a union worker he's an electrician mm-hmm. so growing up i did That's a lot different though let me, oh, let my me bad, finish my, my thought. No, no it's great, great. Shout out my boy, Mr. But doing, <laughs> doing a lot of construction work at on the house and all of that. And did other stuff for some of his friends, which get paid occasionally. And, uh, you know, growing up around that, all of my dad's brothers are all doing those uh, labor jobs and all that. And, you know, going off to college, we had, because we're a COVID year, so actually going to college was like, a big question for a lot of us who like were just playing on it forever mm-hmm. because of the pandemic and my dad talked to me about joining the union and all that and doing all that and like go oh, entry way jobs you get paid right away and you can go straight to it but thinking more like if you think money wise yeah it, it's probably a good choice and it's a good choice for a lot of people i'm not trying to diss it i'm talking about my own thing but i would not want to do that for the rest of my life because just thinking about doing the same thing, starting from when I'm 20 to when I'm, like, 60. 60. I mean, my dad's about to turn 60. He's not retired yet. But doing the same thing for that long where you, there's, like, only a certain point where you can, move like, up. go. Yeah, move yeah. up. I did not – I didn't want that. I won first off that sense of progression where I can always go up. I wanted something that I felt, like, more meaning behind to say, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And – not to say there isn't meaning in construction work, because you know. Yeah, no, I've. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I love my, love my family. You know, I got a lot of construction work. So my family, I'm not going. Shout out all them. construction workers. Appreciate you for Yeah, no, house. they do so much, and they built this country. There's a lot we of good to it, but like, yeah, but to think to myself like, I would I want to do this for the rest of my life? Because as soon as you're getting there, that's the rest of your life is doing that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I want to try different things in life. You know, I still like. Every I feel like most people's life is just trying to find a meaning to it, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that would be like the meaning behind the purpose why mm-hmm. I'm here, you know. Yeah, and then you know everybody like different things. Like, like man, I just. But there are some people who honestly do love construction, though. Yeah, no, my uh, roommate last last semester. He's we talked about this one time, and uh, cause he's here, he's I think he's doing physics or engineering or something, but he. His parents wanted to go to college, but he just wanted to work construction because, you know, you have that mm-hmm. – the a big idea is, you know, the simple life. Yeah. I feel like construction sort of is that, that simple, simple life, life for you. Yeah. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to do a lot of that, you know, and yeah. you can start a family pretty early like that. So can. Uh, start See. making money early, but it is – and you never have a doubt, like, sort of what you're going to be doing, like – there's only a certain point that you actually kind of like learned mm-hmm. most things. Like there's always new stuff to learn, but where you're comfortable in your job, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it just wasn't for me. I could never do that. I always want to work up and I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do for my life. It's a big question. I mean, I have ideas, been doing a lot, but just to do one thing I could never you hear that, guys? My boy Richie is like, I'm gonna do it. I know what I want to do, guys. I want to go to med school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but even that, yeah. Once you get out of med school and you become a doctor, is that the only thing you'd want to do? Nope. Really? No, it is not. 
I actually really want to get into Alzheimer's research because my great grandmother who passed away last semester, shout out Adam, eh? rest in peace, rest in peace. But um, she had Alzheimer's growing up, but she never knew my name. Like she, but I I grew up with her. Like she she would always be like, "Boy, we your mom, man," and I'd be like, "But I'd say my grandmother's name because she wouldn't know my mother's name." I'd be like, "Oh, Ella May." She'd be like, "Oh, I know Ella May. That's my sister." But it wasn't her sister; it was her daughter because she was my great grandmother. So like yeah. my grandmother was her daughter. So like she like forget those things. Never knew my name, and I always found that like intriguing. And like almost every essay that I have to write, I always like bring it back to like my grandmother. Yeah, and see that like yeah sort of gives you purpose, you know? Yeah, and just to be able to help other people, like because I know like like it's a hurt feeling i mean like especially like i imagine like people who have mothers who have gone through dementia and the mother can't remember their name and just imagine all the things you cherish with your mother like i know my mom man my mama laugh about a lot but i couldn't imagine like telling my mama a joke that we just like shared and her just not understanding it because she it would it would it would hurt so bad and but if i can be a part of the research that helps find out yeah. cure for Alzheimer's. Yeah. That's, see that's the purpose yeah but not so everybody good. find that purpose yeah, we talk about this in my philosophy class. I mentioned this because we go to a religious school. A lot of them talking about, yeah, you know, God gives me my meaning is that. And, mm-hmm. uh, oh, saying that, Jesus, saying there's Jesus. like one like meaning to life or something like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think that. And then even if you think in God, I don't, I guess if you believe there's like God's plan, you don't really have free will with you choose. He decides it for you. But I think everybody finds their own purpose mm-hmm. and like we're in that or tries to find their purpose. Yeah. I think that's what life's about is trying to find your purpose. And once you find it, you know, fulfilling it. And that's what makes you happy is that purpose. Cause I know like a lot of teachers, you know, teaching doesn't pay too well, but you know, educating these kids, being a role model to them, that makes them, that fulfills their purpose, what they think they're meant to do and makes them feel happy so good for them so they don't need as much money especially well teachers should get paid more i'm not advocating for that but they will take a less paying job just to fulfill that and we're at the age where we're starting to find that purpose and i'm still not there but yeah some people are like you talking about that yeah man just to do a spinoff i think it's kind of it's like so weird to me because um my girlfriend you know, I had to <laughs> my girlfriend. Yeah, guys, we still going strong. What it is? May first, almost a month. <laughs> oh man! But uh, new record. I know, right? New record, boy. Put that on Guinness. But uh, I was going to say, my girlfriend wants to be a teacher, and I, and I was thinking about it the other day. We literally, as parents, well, I'm not a parent, guys, but when we, when me and Richie do become parents, we literally send our kids off every day to be to be taught by these people. Yeah. These people who aren't being paid well, so it makes me think of the quality of education that my kids are getting due to the like. That's like that's like if I was sending my kids to like a McDonald's to like learn something. Like like they don't really like. It makes me think like how because I guess I can see it from your point of view that like they love the kids so much that they're willing to take a low paying job, or I can see it as the fact that like after they take their low paying job, they realize that. These kids are bad, and they baby kids. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking about the good teachers, you know. Well, but but the good teachers, could we say that's majority, or is that just like? In my lifetime, at my school, because my school was great. My school actually paid their teachers a good amount. Like a lot of our money went into the teachers as it should. So mm-hmm. I mostly, I don't know if I had I ever took a class with a bad teacher really in high school. Oh, I loved all my teachers. They all taught me a lot, and. I think I'm a better man because of it. And I talked to a lot of people here and there's just stuff that you should have learned in school that they never 
paid attention to and i was yeah, like i never learned how to write in cursive yeah i didn't well th- <laughs> i didn't learn that either but that was for a different reason i was in speech classes during that uh, but uh coming here like talking to a lot of people i like looked back and like man i had some really great teachers you yeah. don't realize at the time because it was just normal because those are the only teachers mm-hmm. i knew but looking back i had some great teachers shout out to riverview high school the teachers there some great ones i can't say the same thing about grandma high <laughs> i flex the teachers was like going in and out so much like like i remember my ninth grade year i started off uh with a biology teacher named mr o shields and he yeah. like he like left and then and, and then like another teacher like another teacher got fired because he was like smoking weed with the students oh my god so and it was like three different biology classes and then all of us just got conjoined into the same biology class it was like a whole lot of us and it was just like I think about like how much like there were don't get me wrong there were some great great teachers at my school like I couldn't I couldn't name one off top um uh, wow but they're gonna be mad I'm sorry <laughs> y'all I haven't been in school in two years I can't remember being a teacher is a hard job man you gotta deal with these young kids and everybody most kids are super cocky in high school and think they're untouchable and all that and i think that's just like the 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 part the people we we get shown i think those are the people that just well probably in your high school probably yeah you have a lot of that and because you probably think about most because they're like loud but like i was not the best kid i feel like i wasn't the best student i feel like looking back on a lot of stuff i'm like man i wish i didn't do that my teacher had to deal with that but at the time you're not thinking that because you're not fully matured and all that and uh still so now I feel bad <laughs> and shout out to to uncle p for teaching the sea for a very long time uh shout out our boy uncle p he's a long-standing supporter yeah this is every episode <laughs> I love yeah so we hooped on that ball when we was in uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was in pennsylvania yeah i feel like teaching teaching is a hard job but shout out to the teachers you guys should get paid more yeah i i also think the same thing about the teachers all right Look at me and Richie O'Grand. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we got on this topic, but we did. Uh, either. So next thing to talk about, uh, the Ukraine, the war going on with Russia invading Ukraine. Do you got any thoughts, Simon, to start us off? Man, you know, so Patrice O'Neill is a stand-up comedian who had a bit about, um, he, he was like, you ever try to make yourself, guys listen to the whole th- the spill i'm gonna say <laughs> he was like you ever try to make yourself care about something and he was like but you just can't do it he was like um i guess it was like a flood somewhere that happened to some rednecks he was like i tried to care i just couldn't and then like i but like i was suffering from that same thing like like a month ago two months ago where like all this stuff was happening in ukraine and we were seeing all of it on tv but it just just for some reason it didn't like feel so personal to me until like a couple weeks ago i seen a video and they were driving through i think marupo and it was just bodies lying in the street and from that point on i've cared about the like i've i've truly because you know how some people it's like when when black lives matter came and all those white girls were posting the black squares on their instagram yeah they didn't actually care about black lives matter they just wanted to be part of the trend and I, i'm never a person to be part of the trend you know so but but it's just like i had never i i didn't feel that like connection because some people were like but oh people lose my but like i i understood that it's it's like how we know that kids across the world are are uh dying of hunger i ain't want to say africa because bianca my girl she goes <laughs> but uh but 
Yeah, and people don't necessarily wake up and be like, "Oh my gosh," or like when the when 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 people have died anywhere, or people didn't necessarily actually like you know be up in arms about it. Not saying that there weren't anybody, but yeah, my thoughts on the Ukraine, man, it's it's I think it's um, not great, but it's amazing that it's happening during 2022. Like, you know what I mean? Because I feel yeah. like we're so technolo- technologically advanced that something like this seems, or at least to me, feels so outdated. Yeah, it is because, you know, we're, we're living in the most peaceful time. Uh, it does feel outdated because this is, you don't really see a lot of qu- countries just full on just invading the other country for their land. A lot I'm, does feel like very old time like you don't see that as much anymore in the modern age especially with nuclear weapons and i know a lot of people uh who was uh, nadia said after our podcast talking about yeah they don't care about the middle eastern countries but once it's a white country they'll accept all these refugees and all that which ah, that's true i never noticed that well i noticed that when she said it but that's like crazy that it came to fruition just yeah that and which is fair to say which is fair to say but the fact that it's Russia is something because it's the other major superpower in the world. When we think of mm-hmm. Cold War and all that, like arch enemies, yeah. <laughs> and most of these wars in the Middle Eastern, it's very political, and you don't see like Ukraine where it's just one crazy guy wanting the land back that they lost a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago, but they lost a while ago. And mm-hmm. People who don't want to be part of it, you don't see them trying to fully on take the country you only really see them try to overthrow their leaders and sort of put in a new government uh, if you're american uh, a democracy that's what you see in the middle east which is a little different than ukraine which i i've you know i have a lot of sympathy for middle eastern people of course i was just trying to think of why people react to ukraine different and being white is definitely one thing uh, because I feel like white people will sympathize more with them because it's not because like the a lot of like conservatives I don't want to say all conservatives because definitely wasn't all but a lot of like like Tucker Carlson and all that like making uh being sort of racist to the Middle Eastern people like thinking like they're all terrorists and all that and thinking it's just like that not thinking of civilians and all that uh then when you look at Ukraine they can sympathize more with a person that looks like them that is white and people who didn't I think do anything true. to start a war yeah i think that's i think that's like true for us all that we can sympathize more with people who look like us because like they they tend to have well not necessarily like the same problems but like problems that we can relate to like like if if you a white guy richie was telling me about how your parents divorced i wouldn't be able to relate to you because yeah. my parents were never married which is a common thing throughout the black neighborhood but if but if a black guy was telling me how his brother just got shot i'd be like oh man i remember my cousin got shot i remember my my daddy two brothers got shot and just like and just like oh i can so it's just like and of course tucker carson probably can't relate to ukraine being invaded because yeah. he's never been invaded but yeah just seeing that white face and we always talk about like the little white girl you know who are you gonna try to see a black man a little white girl and it's always gonna be the white girl, how it's been in the past, and 
I feel like a lot of people still have that same mindset. It's not, they might not do it on purpose, but just how they are, how they were raised and all that. They're going to see you white face and feel more sympathy for it because it's going to feel like, oh, it's happening at my home because that's the people you're used to seeing and all that. Mm -hmm. No, even if they're Ukrainian, when you look at a picture, you don't see that they're Ukrainian, you see they're white, you know? Mm -hmm. I think another reason why conservatives feel feel this way, because a lot of conservatives tend to be like Christians. And, like, Ukraine is, like, a big Christian stronghold, like, type place. Yeah. And another, even though, who was it? Tucker Carlson saying, oh. You love well, Tucker Carlson, don't you, Richie? It's, you to- it's so easy to go against him because he is <laughs> one of the dumbest guys. Really? I, I, I think he's, I I don't think he actually believes any of this stuff. Or, or not any of this stuff, but, like. Uh, I've heard there's some recordings of him in private and stuff when before he was, uh. I don't know. What you, I forget the word. What you call him? A reactionary? Because he's not a reporter. Yeah, he's not a, a reporter. Don't a, call a him reactioner. On. Yeah, don't call Tucker Carlson news or any of those news. Those are not news. I'm sorry. I work in the news industry, so that fake news stuff really hits me because you're not listening to actual news when they're talking about this. But what was that black dude's name that worked for CNN? I forget. Uh, I know you're talking about, but I forget. Yeah. But uh, Tucker Carlson's easy going. He's trying to say, "Why don't we side with the Russians and Putin and all that?" and that is just the stupidest thing you could ever say is to side with Russia, I think. In Do this you think one. he actually meant that? He's been sort of sympathetic towards Putin for a while, and I'm not sure because he has a platform. He, a lot of people watch him. I know I had one friend, is, uh, his parents would be like, oh, Tucker Hour, and they'd always watch Tucker Carlson because they're like, oh, this is real news. He's actually saying what he believes he's actually telling it how it is so he has a lot of influence he has a ton of influence over law conservatives i think that's the same thing for cnn though well it's definitely the same thing because most most media we see nowadays is is more liberal media so well, i think it's the same thing for both the world sides. is america's sort of leaning liberal i mean was the last time conservatives won the popular vote yeah, and all that okay. and when you're more moderate i feel like you agree because when you Usually when moderates agree with conservatives, it's like they're always like, I'm all uh, financially conservative, uh, what's it called, uh, socially liberal, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because more social topics usually come up mm-hmm. than uh, financial, you're always going to, I feel like more people sort of lean liberal in that sense. So that's why, I don't know, I feel like the world, the America sort of leans more liberal and progressive in the technology age and all that uh i could get more into that but i don't really want to yeah uh so you're gonna see more of the media and like every big star is usually liberal and all that but i wouldn't say that shout out that boy chris pratt yeah but even (laughs) like chris pratt because like when you're like far left you're just like a communist which isn't bad but when you're far right usually a white supremacist which is pretty bad so like i feel like if you like if you're in the middle and like you choose a side you know mm-hmm. and you only because we show a lot of like the far things like yeah we, like cnn yeah. will show the far right fox will show the far left like oh how crazy they are mm-hmm. i feel like you're gonna think the far right's probably more crazy than the far left just based on that because i talked about how it's social versus really? financial and you say you think yeah. the far right is more crazy because if you're far right, you're usually just a white supremacist. Hmm. I don't. I if you're far left, you're usually just like a 
a communist. Well, I guess it depends on what we call crazy. It's what we call, because that's not like entirely yeah. it. But uh, not like crazy, but like not <laughs> harder should, to agree with. Yeah, you should really watch that lives the TikTok thing I'm talking about, because boy, you will <laughs> you will be like, oh. well, at least I was. I was like, wait, they don't they don't actually mean what they're saying, do they? But we'll, yeah, we'll get into this. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of that, but like. I don't think you can sympathize with Poon because he's just taking us. Oh, no one can. No one can freaking sympathize even with, with Tucker Carlson trying to do, which Tucker Carlson's not news. I reiterate, reiterate that they even sit in their lawsuit to get out of a lawsuit that nobody should actually believe them, and you Rich, should not. Richie is really going hard on his Tucker. Yeah, I now. work in the news industry now, so like I've learned a lot. <laughs> and like it makes like all journalists sort of look bad at this stuff when mm-hmm. there's usually there's an ethic codes and all that and like Fox and CNN both have news, but nobody's watching the news because it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Even like us talking about this, there might be some stuff we don't talk about, like that we talk about that you wouldn't just click on if you saw like the headline. But mm-hmm. because we're talking about game our opinions, opinions are a lot more interesting than just learning the facts, you know? Yeah, that that is that tends to that's be why, true. Like, but that's why we have like feelings over facts now. Yeah, and like just because like opinions are more interesting. It's like, would you rather watch uh, the magic? So Magic Johnson's had a documentary that's coming out. Would you rather watch that, or would you rather watch the show Winning Time? One's a lot more entertainment focused. Other one's mo- a lot more factual. Focus. I'd rather watch Magic Johnson just for the simple fact that he got AIDS, and I want to know how that. Yeah, they're out. both about Magic Johnson, but one's, oh, really? One's like an entertainment thing; it's doing a lot better because oh, it, the Winning Time is the one that like shows like back in the day. And yeah, it's ah. really good. I've been watching, it, but people are gonna watch the film over the documentary because it's meant for entertainment. These yeah. opinion things are meant to get views; they're meant for entertainment. You nobody wants to watch just like news where they're just saying facts because that's boring. And we live in a world now where we're always just looking for entertainment on social media on anything. It's always out of grasp. We're just trying to be entertained. So that's why people watch like Ben Shapiro for the news. They'll watch all these opinionated guys for the news because it's a lot more entertaining. That's why you have like football analysis. I do like Ben you Shapiro. Know? I yeah. know you probably hate Ben Shapiro. I'm indifferent about Ben. He's sometimes not bad. Uh, I mean, he was he. Like when he's talking about law, he's fine because like he grew yeah, up. But yeah, like his social, his social stuff. Yeah, like when he's talking about like law, it's fine. But like when he's talking about social stuff, it's like I don't know. I don't think he has the experience enough. You know, <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but like there's just a lot of that I disagree with that. But I don't think he's that bad. His fans really. Are, his fans are atrocious. Yeah, his I fans think, yeah, are I think atrocious. atrocious. That's another Joe Rogan one where like. I can disagree with Ben Shapiro, but I can so like sort of respect what he's doing. He sort of he has evidence for most of what he says, mm-hmm. even if I might think it's wrong. He sort of has evidence, but his fans are just so annoying. He takes whatever. What do you see? Where do you encounter these fans at, Richie? It's on the internet and stuff, and people I meet in real life. I don't think I've ever met like a like a like a bashful Joe Rogan fan. Like I've 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 heard well Marco. Yeah, there's no but. <laughs> Joe Rogan, his fans online, they're not as bad as I feel like they were, but a lot of stuff I'm seeing, like, they take too much of what he said as fact to, like, think they're more knowledgeable because they listen to his stuff, which his is, like, he's entertainment. It's not I, f- I think people educational. I, 
Yeah, I think I think we discount the fact that like we or like when I listen to Joe Rogan, I'm not listening to Joe Rogan. I'm listening to his guests. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I I like listen to the guests that Joe Rogan have on. Cause I a lot agree of, that. Yeah, a lot of the guests he have on, like my boy. Uh, that's how I first got into uh my boy Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, and he he's a pretty good interview. He's not amazing, but he's pretty good. And like it's like late night talk show. You'll have like like I hate Jimmy Kimmel, really? but. Yeah, I don't like Jimmy Kimmel. And I know you say, like, oh, you say hey a lot. I don't mean hate, like, I think he's a terrible person. I just don't like him as a late night host. No, That's I ain't gonna say I, mean. I just don't think he's, but, like, entertaining. Yeah, but I'll watch his stuff for the guests because he's partnered with Disney. So he has, like, all the Avengers stuff on and all that. So, like, I'll watch the guests. Same with Jimmy Fallon. I don't really like Jimmy Fallon, but I'll watch some stuff. Stephen Colbert. I don't like Stephen Colbert that much, but I'll watch uh, him for his guests. Like, a lot of that. But then there's, like, people like Conan. Like, I'll watch Conan. For the guest and Conan, and he makes it better because he is a great. Wait, enemy. Conan is that black guy? No, Conan's the ginger with the hair. Uh, uh, I thought there was a black guy named Conan. Maybe, probably. But there's like there's ones where you just watch for the guest, and one where you watch for the host and the guest, and say, "But I can watch like just Conan." But like Joe Rogan, I've never watched podcasts for like just him, you know. But like yeah. when he has his interview, yeah, I'm watching for the interview. But yeah, it's entertainment. It's not news or anything like that. So if you get your information from Joe Rogan, that might be a good stepping off point. Like I've learned a lot of stuff from TikTok because they mentioned something on TikTok and then I look more into it. Yeah. But if I'm only getting my information from that and not looking it up, mm-hmm. that's yeah, slightly TikTok a problem. Yeah, because TikTok be saying a bunch of BS. You, yeah. ever, you ever seen that TikTok uh, party shirt where it's like, welcome to Factor Cap. And we're here oh, to yeah, test whether it's Factor Cap. Yeah. <laughs> I love those people, yeah. bro. I can't wait to get TikTok back. I'm just kidding. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our last topic the for this season one. is about the don't say gay bill. So I'm curious. Mon did not want to talk about this before the podcast just to get our opinions fresh. So I'm curious what you have to say about it. Man, I'm personally, you know, guys, I have no problem with getting canceled. <laughs> I have no problem with getting canceled. But I'm personally in favor of the don't say gay bill. Uh, uh, Richie made a point one time when I t- asked him what he felt about it through text, and he was like, it's worded horribly. But, like, I've heard people give over- overviews of it and what it actually means and what it actually But the problem is everybody's saying different things. It's like the Second Amendment. It's worded very vaguely. And, well, that's also written a long time ago. So we have to interpretate it, you know? Interpret it. Like, <laughs> interpretate it. Okay, Richie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because... Uh-huh. Uh, that's what the judicial branch is for. Legit. Yeah. Le- yeah. I can't talk to late. Legist. To late? <laughs> no. I can't wait to listen to this. Legislative word. branch uh-huh. writes it. Mm-hmm. The executive enforces it. Mm-hmm. Judicial interprets it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard for the judicial branch, branch to figure out what loss means. Because like the one thing was like, like no pronouns. Very vaguely written about pronouns. And it's like, Everybody has pronouns. Like a teacher wrote a thing in uh, def- in uh, going against this bill where he you wrote know, without saying any pronouns and was saying how impossible it is to not teach them pronouns. I, I see. I, I don't I don't think that's uh, like the the goal of the bill. It's not the goal, but it's how it's written because it's poorly written. If you say like, oh, you can't talk about how people like switch pronouns or whatever or any of that because 
you have to learn about pronouns when you're that young. You have to learn about he. No, she. no, that, that's that's not really what the bill is like pointing towards. I don't think. But I'm just pointing out one point where it was poorly written, uh-huh. and where it's going to lead to confusion in the future. I think I think that people aren't that stupid, and I think that they understand that we can still use pronouns in our daily life. But language. people can abuse it. This happened so many times in the past of people trying to figure out what a bill means by this and that. That's why, because yeah, they, because they push this through so fast, so fast. Yeah, but this is this is for kids who are third grade and under. And basically, what I got from the bill and the overviews that I've seen is that the bill restricts teachers from talking about sexuality and sexual orientation with kids third grade and under. Yeah, which is also tough to do because, like, what if you're a male teacher and you have a husband, and your kid, a kid what? asks about that. What? What if, what, say what, I'm a teacher and uh-huh. I'm gay and I have a husband and they see a picture of me and my husband on the and, and thing they, they ask, ask about it. What, what do the kids say? Like They ask the, about it. They, the say, they say, oh, who is that? And you say? And if I say it's my husband, uh-huh. that's teaching about sexual... No, 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 no. Is so, it not? No. That's just saying who that is to you. That's not teaching them because if I tell them that that's But then my, they'd be confused. Why am I getting uh, married to another guy? And then you say, hey, little man. You can go home and ask your parents about that. That that that's what the bill is basically. It's like stopping kids from basically uh, teaching them about the sexual sexuality and sexual orientation, which I agree with for the simple fact that I don't think you should be talking about that with kids who are third grade and under. I think it's fine because it's part of life. I mean, it's not to, that to kids. It's to, not okay. What if what if like the parents don't? Okay, for example, give give Muslim parents right. Muslim Muslims strictly are are against. Uh, yeah. gays right if you if you have a muslim child in a public school and you indoctrinate that child to accept like those beliefs and then the parents get outraged and of course we have these beliefs or the west has these beliefs that like gay rights are are essential and stuff like that but the muslim muslim people don't agree with that or or a lot of muslims don't agree with that so now don't you send have, them to, don't send them to public school no. if, if a school goes against your religious beliefs then don't send them to that public school because what I'm trying to get at is you're going to teach the kid about the world, about, like, factual stuff. This Third stuff, grade and under, Richie? They should be talking about sexual orientation in class? You're not talking about but if it comes up, like, you're not going to, like, learn about it. But it's just a part of the world. It's not, I think. Like, what do you mean by, like, if it comes up? Like, I understand you just gave this, like. <laughs> yeah, or what yeah. if a kid's parents are both uh, guys? Mm-hmm. What if they have gay parents? Uh-huh. And a kid starts talking about it. Mm-hmm. What is the teacher supposed to do in that situation? It's supposed to say, oh. Hey, like, guys, let's switch the subject. Let's talk about something different. The teacher doesn't have to indulge because when the teacher indulges, he un- he unfortunately gives his own opinion on the situation because he how, is coming from his own he's point just, of view with it. He's saying they're gay. Saying a, a man can marry another man, which is legal in America. You can do that. Is it legal in every state? Yeah. Really? Every state is legal? Yeah. When did that happen? I didn't know that. That happened in 2013. That every state? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's legal in every state. Mm-hmm. It reflects American laws. Mm-hmm. It's part of American world. I mean, you can these it's kids not th- in second grade, first grade, learn about World War Two. How is that worse? <laughs> how is being gay learning about uh, the LGBTQ plus worse than World War Two? No, it's it's not specifically just being gay. It's sexual orientation. Period. Like the topic of sexual orientation, because for the simple fact that, based off psychology, we know kids 
are highly influential and they t- can hear little things and be like, oh, that must apply to me. And like, for example, um, this is not this is not a uh, but I remember I remember reading an article and it was talking about like the percentage of gay men who are uh, who who are gay. Uh, like there is a substantial amount of percent of not mostly not majority, but a lot of them who are gay were 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 touched as little kids or or fondled with as little kids like i personally have a close family member who was uh who was touched as a young boy and as he grew up he became gay and, but, and, but but that's not saying that that's what made him gay but like a lot of a lot of uh gay men tend to have these like same uh, but that's i feel like that's it's not influence just acknowledging that this thing does exist to I, of course it exists to say you could i think the teacher should just say hey um, I think that's a topic for your mom and dad because no, I don't think any mom and dad want their kids to be indoctrinated by a teacher that that is unfortunately pushing their own views because like that's not, not pushing the, your own. Wait, views. wait, 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 because not not even all the teachers believe the same thing because you'll you'll have teachers who believe different things. And then what if a teacher, a teacher who is say of a conservative teacher and then these like gay students i mean not gay students but these students who talk about like their gay parents and then the student or the teacher like tells that student like your your parents are going to hell or something like that and then that affects and when you could have just completely avoided the yeah, conversation you're not supposed to say anything political in a public school but i think just but that's it acknowledge- how is saying that gayness is political it is uh, well the support of the lifestyle is a definite political That's not platform supporting saying oh they're gay no not just That's that acknowledgement not no of course of course and not it's that, supporting Richard. and i feel like you're acting like they're saying oh yeah you should be gay no it's just the fact that okay for example there was this like kindergarten school and it's like a video where they were walking around, or they were talking about like their pronouns and or how this teacher this was on libs of tiktok how she was talking about in her class she lets her kids change their pronouns whatever pronouns they want to be every day and i think that's very harmful for kids for the simple fact that a kid would be like oh well i was a she this day he this day and they could definitely cause some mental health issues down the road because little things tend to spiral and the huge thing is psychology i don't see that but how that happens but would you be in support of that? A teacher allowing kids to pick their pronouns every day? I think that's a little. I don't think that because at that young age, if you're teaching pronouns, you're gonna say, "Oh, a man's he, a woman's she." But what is a man and what is a woman? They. Yeah, or or, or they, you you can't uh, even say that because not all non-binary people associate themselves with a they pronoun. Not all men, what we call men, associate. But you just established that these are the pronouns and. One's masculine, one's feminine, and one's neither. what's masculine and what's feminine, and, and like and these that's just how language is. If you learn, no, I don't I'm, think that's ever disputed. No, no, no. So it's the simple fact that people can can say or or look a certain way. For like example, I seen this video of this lady crying, uh, uh, a lesbian woman. She was crying because she said she got misgendered as a she when her pronouns was like they. Yeah, and, and I was like, wow. A little kid would become so confused because they just learned in their language class that they refers to some something that's plural. so. Should we teach them to ask people what their pronouns are? Mm, not at third grade. Is that not respectful though? Third third grade and under, nah. Because I think that kids are so inf- influential at that age that it's just not worth it to teach them. I don't think their brains are developed enough to even comprehend what's going on around them at that at that young of age. You don't think they could comprehend that? You have to ask somebody. 
what they want to be called when they're when they may look a certain way based off the norms of what a woman and a man is. You learn yes. a lot about don't judge a book by its cover in those grades. Nah, man, that's 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 different because like well, at that at that point, like you, it's just like asking a name. Like everybody's got a different name, and you can't like we learned when we learned when we were younger. Like Joey can be either a guy or a girl. That name does not like stick to gender. You can't really assume that. Nah, nah, that's, that's, but but when you hear the name Joey, you 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 automatically assume that oh it's a guy. But yeah. you might be wrong. Of course you might be wrong. A lot of things you say you might be wrong, Richie. I know, but it's respectful to ask. Like if a girl comes up to you and like, "Hey, my name's Joe," you're not really nah. That's a that's a man's name. Well, you know? no, not if a girl comes up to you, but if someone's like, "Oh yeah, I want you to meet my friend Joey," in my head I'm like, "Oh, Joey sounds like a nice guy." Yeah, but Be- I'm saying because that's just how the American. I don't is. think it's bad to teach these kids. It's just the world, you know. You're supposed to teach them about the world around you, you know. Like we learned about Obama being the first black president when we were that young. This is that's different. How? how? Because we were so the build focuses on talking about sexual orientation and sexual and like gender sexuality or about sexuality, for example. Why do kids that are third grade and under need to know about sexual orientation? Why why are they even th- why should they even be taught about these things? Cuz that will cause not, that- I don't think you're being taught cuz I feel like even that young you shouldn't be like taught like uh you know like oh even I guess it's more social cuz teachers aren't really teach us but like just about like relationships and all that but to teach us like strictly man and female not recognize that there is something that they're going to learn about super soon because the world around us reflects it. It'll be. Do you, should your teacher be in charge of it or should the parents The, the teacher's be in not teaching it. You can acknowledge it. Acknowledging it is like, okay, yeah, yeah, his parents gave. Let's move on, class. I, that's, no, that's no problem. This bill says that that is a problem. They don't want to acknowledge it at all. And I don't want to get mm. like fully on this because we are limited on time because there is another aspect that a teacher uh, has to like. Mm-hmm. tell a parent like oh students said they're gay or something like that yeah where where the teacher i think it was like uh somewhere where the teacher doesn't have to disclose to the parent that the that the child at school is going about like a different pronoun or is or is identifying as a different gender i don't think teachers should have tell to parents. disclose really yeah. because it is a tough thing i've talked to some of my friends who come out it's a tough thing and sometimes they want to keep it secretive. There's a reason there is. They're scared of how their parents are going to react. And I don't think it's that big of a deal not for their parents not to know. It's their secret. You don't think that's big of a deal for their parents not to know something that the teacher knows? I think whenever a student's ready to come out or say something to their parents, whenever they're ready, it's up to them. But I think they get to decide. I don't think the teacher gets to decide. I think that's a personal choice. Yeah, I disagree. But for the simple fact that th- they're a teacher, they're supposed to te- teach your kids. And I understand that te- kids tend to develop um, emotional connections with teachers because I've had emotional connections yeah. with teachers. But like if my if my if I had a child and and they wanted to start identifying as another gender or, or, or yeah, and, and they and they told their teacher and, and 10 years later, they, they, they come out as a different gender and the teacher knew this whole time I'd be hurt because I'd be like, man. But the teacher doesn't know how the parents can react. Huh? teacher does not know how the parents are going to react and the kid might be doing that because they're scared of how their parents can react if their parents are very against that abusive or something like that you know yeah i think that's up to the kid and 
if they're keeping a secret from my parents, I feel like most of the time there's a reason for that. You think so? Or do you yeah. think? I, I, I and there's something you I, probably about you that you've never told your parents. That doesn't mm. mean that that that's that's different. Like, I don't think it's that much different. I mean, my mom don't want to. <laughs> my mom don't want to hear about. Well, I don't. I don't know what she wants to hear about. But it's just it's the simple fact that that's that's my kid. I'm 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 putting my my kid into the hands of this person yeah. who has their own beliefs and and uh, practices, and and they're just undoubtedly throwing it onto my kids through. Well, the, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm well, talking about how the parents have the teacher would if the teacher has to if the teacher has to disclose this information that they learned oh from the from the student yeah yeah i I think the teacher should have to disclose that information yeah i disagree with that i think that would just be i think there's just a reason yeah because i understand the point that you're coming from where you talk about uh yeah what if there's like problems going on at home and stuff like that but it's it's still their child yeah but you do not think the kid should have any choice whether because the kid might feel the, very the, the parents may not make him stop identifying like you, can, you can't make somebody stop identifying because if that's who they feel that they but are even there might not be a good reason but the the kid might just not be ready i have friends whose parents are in support of it but they just weren't ready to have them like because they're scared that they're going to look at them differently or something and they had to be comfortable enough with themselves to tell their parents or i've had friends who turn out to be straight who struggled with their sexuality at a time they might say that they're bisexual or something but they were just trying to figure things out and they might be gay now or straight and they at that time they were just questioning trying to figure themselves out and they weren't ready to tell their parents yeah i i think the parents should know for the simple fact that the parents are the person or the people that brought this kid into the world yeah but if you're a good parent like i i just don't think i think that would be very harmful for a child mm. i think talking to most people who had to come out to their parents it's a big thing it's very scary for them and they needed time even after they like figured it out they needed time just to prepare mm-hmm. you know mentally and feel comfortable enough you know and i don't i think i think that's something so personal to somebody their sexuality is so personal to them mm-hmm. i feel like it should be personal until they're ready to make, let other people know. Until they're comfortable. Because like, they might be comfortable with the teacher, so they tell their teacher. But they might not. And their teacher like can't react in a harmful way, obviously, because a teacher like uh, can't say anything political or any of that. But telling uh, your parents they can react however they want. And a kid knows their parents. They know mm-hmm. how they might have to react. I think it's their personal choice tell them hmm. i have another question yeah how do you how do you feel about um because i i don't know where i heard this question at well i probably do i was reading it somewhere or watching a video and it was how do you feel about kids fully trans f- trans trans what's the word gender no 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 fully transitioning oh before the age of 18 uh like age like 10 11 12 13, 14. I think that's a choice for, well, the parents probably have to pay for it. So it's a choice for the parents and the kid. Uh, no, I'm saying, do you, like, so there are, there was somewhere where, like, signing a bill that, like, denying a child, like, access to, like, you know, um, 
uh, transgender therapy or something like that. It was like a bill that wanted to go into, uh, what's the word, law or something like that. I don't even know if it was in America. It might have been in Canada. But it was like denying a kid um, the right to like undergo like transition therapy is like considered like parental abuse or something like that. And and I was just like, man, I think that's just the parent's choice. And so you yeah, agree with that? I would agree. I think uh has to be probably parents and kid because you still are under 18. And uh, I agree with that. I mean, you can't have a tattoo. You know, that's permanent. It's different, but like. You can have a tattoo before anything? If your parents agree. They oh, sign up on it. If a parent agrees with it. Oh. I think. Yeah, I don't think you should fully restrict it. Say no, that's parental abuse because the kid might be really struggling mentally, and that might be something that like they want to feel comfortable in their own body, and that might be something that helps them feel comfortable in their own body. Uh, yeah, I feel like you shouldn't restrict it. And also, wait, wait. So you're against the bill? I'm saying, un- under eighteen. If the parents sign off on it, they should be allowed to. Okay, but what if the parents don't sign off on it? What if what if the if, what if it's a choice that the kid, <laughs> that the kid wants to make? Well, the problem is that uh, beyond the parents' insurance, so they sort of have to have the choice, huh? you know. Or 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 what if it's not on the parents' insurance? But but what if the kids was able to make uh, the decision without uh, using the parents' insurance? Should the kid be allowed to trans transition at 12, 13, 14 years old? Well, I think. While you're still going through like puberty. I, no, I don't. I think po- you have to be post puberty. I mean, uh, well, that's hard to judge for anybody. I would say like 15. That's not post puberty at 15, all. 15, 16, I, I think. I was, wearing a, I was wearing a size 8 shoe. A size I feel like that's shoe. more a, <laughs> a doctor's <laughs> choice because also it would be like a health thing. Yeah, but then doctors uh, also have their own political agendas too. Just like you have some some doctors who aren't vaccinated. Yeah, but so that's I'm why not, I think it gets like sticky. I think if a doctor signs off saying that it's healthy and it's not going to do any bodily bodily harm, because mm-hmm. even if the doctor's like political difference, what's the oath they have to sign? Like, I forget what it is, but like I feel like they can they still like unbiased will make a choice that like. Mm-hmm is this healthy or not but uh so you think that if the child was able to make the decision on his own at 12 13 14 that he and and if the doctor said that this was bodily healthy you think he should be able to transition yeah i doubt it'd be that young i doubt uh no but i'm saying you think it should be because these things are i don't know see that's tough because i mean uh at that point you're probably just like if wearing girls clothes or boys clothes deciding on whatever whatever gender you were born as trying to figure yourself out because you're still trying to figure yourself out that's a tough question uh i doubt there's like many cases once you're past 18 do whatever you want but i feel it see this is tough that is a tough question because i know how it can affect somebody mentally if they can't transition they don't feel comfortable it can like really hurt their mental health and then if they even do transition because the transgender community has the highest or are among the highest groups with the highest rates yeah of suicide. that's also because how much hate they get and all that uh that's not as much that's a different can of worms but uh yeah i don't know if it's necessarily completely based off hate because a lot of them are also uh um diagnosed with clinical uh 
depression. Yeah. Or, or clinical. Blah, well, yeah, blah, that's depression. everybody too. So you have to add that into. Yeah. Anybody can get depression. Yeah. Uh, that's that's true, but like among that group, it's it's has the highest rate. Yeah. But that could also be because they didn't feel comfortable in their own skin when they were younger. There could be hate they felt. Because have you ever seen the movie Moonlight? No, I have not. But I, I know this song about Ali or whatever his name. You know what I'm talking about? Ali Getty. I did not. But oh, really? he was like showing signs of being gay when he was younger and faced a lot of hate from his mother and other kids mm-hmm. just for that. And if you're younger and you go out to be transgender, a lot of times when you're younger, you're wearing girls' clothes or boys' clothes to sign with gender. You, gender you're born out, you're doing things outside of the norm. Mm-hmm. what we'd say is a social norm which would cause a lot of hate i'd know my cousin uh their uh uh what's it called uh gender fluid and they faced a lot of hate i heard a lot of people talking behind their back a lot of hate just for how they dress just for how they had their hair cut is their pronoun they them yeah okay so i was just wondering if it was multiple of them or not no uh, in that context, I don't still I don't know how you could, but you said your your cousin. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't hear if you put an S on cousins uh, okay. or not. And, and so that's why I was like, yeah, yes, talking about multiple people. Yeah, I heard a lot of things. Uh, they face a lot of hate on the internet from just posting a fun little TikTok of just doing like a dance. Like there's nothing based, but just because how they dress, that is pretty. Just sad. face a lot of hate just because of that. Just because how they dressed. I think I think that um, we have this like high view of the world where we feel that we should be able to escape from certain things because we live in a world. But that's I don't think I think we could we should like disband that utopia version of the world out of our head. Not saying that we shouldn't strive for it, but we're we're not there yet. Because like I was talking to somebody and they was like, I was like, yeah, it's probably not too smart to wear that. And and she was like. A man shouldn't be able to tell me what to wear. And I was like, I 100% agree with you. I agree with you. But the wise decision would be to possibly, because I think it's the same thing for carrying guns. We shouldn't have to carry a gun to protect ourselves. But the wise well, thing is when, when you're talking about through, wearing, it might be like that, but wearing clothes is a way to like express yourself, what you think looks good. It makes you happy. I know like when you buy a new pair of shoes, the moment you put it on, do you not get happy? No, no, no. This is different. I'm talking about more exposed, like when when women, like of course, I don't, I don't, I don't think a man should be able to tell a woman what to wear, guys. So don't mistake me. But I think a, a woman going out in very revealing clothing and then get getting hit on by guys as if she's an as she's as if yeah, she's yeah. Like, we don't live in a society where like that's like guys will still do that. It's probably getting better. No, nah, it's not. It is not. I I know girls on a daily basis that uh they get get hit on by guys and get objectified daily. I like I I hate being around. Yeah, guys but who, I'm like, saying like the younger generation who's probably like too young to be like out a lot. I feel like they're probably learning more about like yeah, don't do that. That's bad because of the things. And it might not be getting better. I don't know, but it is part of the world. But like it's diff- it's it's hard. It's like. It's like wise dr- decisions is what I was just getting to the point of. It's like, let's say like, uh, like sm- I don't know, smoking weed for an allegory. Feel really good when you do it. There's no like 
consequences from like that action but because you're high there might be something because of that what other people perceive you as what other people might do because you are because they're gonna see you're high and they can take advantage of you more you know like you're gonna feel good if you show more of your body because it makes you feel happy makes you feel uh like you look better like your self-confidence rises Mm -hmm. and you have that and nobody like there's no direct consequences Mm -hmm. from doing that action but when you go out there's other people that there'll be consequences because they're idiots and they're not great people because they're just a lot of bad people in the world yeah but i but that's that's the whole point that i think we should understand that this is not a utopia that's why i gave the gun analogy like we understand that there are people who rob you doesn't mean we shouldn't strive to yeah, do that's better. I said that earlier. I yeah. don't. It said it doesn't mean that we shouldn't strive to get to a utopia. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't strive to stop all people from getting robbed. But right now, since we live in this time that we live in, the wise thing would be to do is to carry a gun. Yeah, I agree with you. That's different. I thought you're gonna try and like translate that back to the where my more cousin pro- oh and all that and just oh oh yeah 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 more I, I agree masculine, but I feel like for the exposing yourself, I think that's different than dressing like more masculine because like oh i feel like oh yeah so wait is your they were born a girl okay uh, gender fluid and they so so it's a mix better how they dress but a lot of times more masculine so so she gets hates they they sorry they get hate off of how they dress yeah that's it so basically people hating on they swag and the haircut and all that because they just like are like oh you gotta dress like a girl all that you know people just or, hating on they swag really yeah so basically people you know I, I and sometimes it's hard to separate well at least from the outside looking in sometimes this is probably very insensitive but sometimes looking in from the outside it's very hard to separate gender expression versus just fashion yeah it's very this hard was, I think this was a little more it's tough. It's a little more gender, especially because it's not like Harry Styles wearing dresses or anything like that. Because like, the Young Thug wore dresses. Yeah, Kid Cudi, Kurt Cobain, a lot of them. I mean, that's becoming more normal. But they still got a lot of backlash for all of that. Kid Cudi got a lot of backlash for SNL wearing a dress. And Harry Styles got a lot of backlash. Young Thug did that. too. Yeah, Young Thug did. He's just not as mainstream, so you don't hear as much about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, then uh, they still get a lot of hate just for that. And you still, there's a lot of homophobia still in the world, of course. A lot of people just hate to hate, like Isaiah Rashad. Uh, some vi- uh, sex tape leaked of him and another guy, and the hate wasn't the hate wasn't that he had a sex tape leak. The hate was because it was with another guy. And a lot of people are saying they're not fans anymore because it was another guy. <laughs> you know, because like Kim Kardashian's sex tape got, got leaked, and now she's super famous. It's just, it's just like uh, Isaiah Rashad is black, right? Yeah. But he's not a rapper. What group was yeah, he a part? Rap. Oh, he is a rapper? Yeah, he's I'm a top dog. I'll tell you this, man. Black people are very homophobic. And black people yeah. black people will be the first person to tell you, or black uh, straight people, black, they'll be like, I ain't with that gay stuff. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll be the first person to tell you. So, like, that's expected from a community where we grew up at. Because, like... Like, I feel like from the outside looking in, you want to tell all black people, blah, 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 look at it like this. But the way we raised and and, 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 and the people that we raised around and how we 
you ain't supposed to cry or or, or you ain't, or being gangsters and just growing up like this of course we going of course black people have grown up cuz and and look at gay people like that cuz for for a while I wouldn't say I was homophobic but I was more of a homo stay away like like whatever like like I I didn't necessarily like want to associate myself with with like people who were were gay but as I got older, like one of my best friends had a gay brother or has a gay brother. And like, man, I'm like super cool. And I was just like, wait, why am I dissociating myself with gay people? Like, what, what do these people do, do to me? And it's just like, ah. And then like, as I got older, I started to realize, man, these people are just like me. They just don't. They just yeah. have different sexual And when you're younger, you're going to say repeat a lot of stuff you hear. Yeah, of course. Younger, because you're influential. I'd call stuff <laughs> gay. gay and all that. And uh I think it's weird. I'd say that one thing that I always see that's so stupid now looking back on it is I don't care if you do it. I don't care if you're gay. Just don't, just don't do come it. after me. Don't do it in front of me and stuff. But like that nobody should ever do anything sexually. PDA, I hate that. Like I don't want to see yeah. any couple like making well, out. Me and my girlfriend, I'm a I'm gonna bring her in front of you, Richie, just to kiss on her forehead. That's stop. But like <laughs> nobody wants to see that. Everybody's uncomfortable with that I think that's just the way to like a lot of people just to say like they're against it but like they don't want to be like say they're homophobic because that's a word that you don't want to be called it's like racism you know you don't want to be called racist even if you i do i I do i have this secret like uh like if i didn't if i didn't want to be like a doctor and want to ruin my reputation like my 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 dream in life would be to get canceled. Like I'd want to get famous. I thought you said cancer. No no <laughs> <laughs> no to get canceled. I'd want to get famous just to get canceled. Just for the simple fact, Richie, that I I that I find it hilarious that people will spend time out of their day to be mad at a person that doesn't know that they exist on the face yeah, of the earth. People don't really get canceled anymore though, except for if they like commit a crime. Man, like Amber Heard's getting canceled. Because she committed crime. <laughs> Did you know um the Papa John's dude got canceled? Was yeah, that was a while ago. That was barely anything. I feel like yeah, he didn't even he he like he said they, the n word, but he didn't use it in like a bad way. They over the mainstream media like over over did it after like canceling definitely like there was like definitely a small thing like a lot earlier and we talked had a po- we had an episode about us, but like now like when Dave Chappelle and his latest thing got canceled i'm doing quotation marks yeah because that wasn't really it wasn't it never actually like got canceled it was netflix was stirring it up because you know it's controversy you know any good any publicity is good publicity and that's like a big headline so then you're gonna have like people who uh are sort of you're gonna people are gonna be like oh is this worth getting canceled over like listen get their own opinion on it Mm -hmm. and if there are people who like uh, don't like because they're saying it's because transgender thing even though who knows how, where that start but like people who are anti-transgender are going to listen to it because of that but you're just being in a more audience just because that word canceled makes a great headline now yeah it does man i oh keep but, going. yeah i just can't think of anybody la- who's got like legitimately canceled in so long unless they like committed an actual crime like james charles the last person i can think of <laughs> and that is because he got with underage boys like yeah. That's, yeah i got a question though richie because th- this 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 is a good topic this is uh this is uh pretty recent leah um the the transgender swimmer yeah how do you feel about biological men biological men com- competing in biological women's sports well once 
they transition. I don't really care that much. Really? Uh, what do you mean by transition? Get the surgery? No, just all the pills and all that that you have to take because it sort of dampers your performance. Yeah, sort of though. But and like also, I was reading about that, and that's like people like, oh, he was trash as a guy, and then he was amazing as a female, which isn't true. He was when she was he. They were uh, ranked like five hundred. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's the thing because swimming has so many different events. He was. They were, I think, fit. I think it was butterfly or something. They were fifth. In the world, he or was? not the world, in uh, I think collegiate swimming. She was, yeah. Then uh, and and men's collegiate swimming. Yeah, like they were really good. Like they, they were, were fifth in men's. What year was this? Uh, I think was, it was, I think was, it was like uh, a year like before a, they transitioned. It was like D one something, but like hmm. they weren't bad. Like uh, because swimming has so many different events, they hmm. like picked like the bad ones because they didn't win every woman's event i think they only won like one woman's event mm-hmm. but that's the one they ran with because mm-hmm. that makes a much better story yeah it does because there was a lot where they got lost and like the winner the one time I was like i don't think it's that much of that and i saw another thing that's do like i mean sports is genetically like uh separated yeah it's like uh the better genetics wins a lot of time like like I'd have to play if I grew up in Akron in 2000, I'd have to play against LeBron James, and LeBron is just genetically superior to me, you know. <laughs> like there's nothing I could do to be better at basketball than LeBron James. <laughs> like he's just genetically superior. I mean, <laughs> athletic wise, it sounds like you're like Jimmy the Greek when you know Jimmy the Greek. No. When he, well, he got this like famous saying where he where he was like blacks were bred to be this way. He was like. They were on the plantation. They got big thighs. They were bred to have big well, thighs. Yao Ming was bred to play basketball. Yeah, that's genetically different. superior. That's, diff- that's different. You know what I'm though. saying is, it's always <laughs> like genetic. China advantages. went after his mom and dad. Like, yeah, <laughs> nobody say, came and picked up two Negroes from you, the south side of Chicago. Are you, gonna say, are you gonna say LeBron is not genetically <laughs> better than me at sports? I could. I I wouldn't say genetically better than you because you could probably beat him in golf. I don't know. I could. Yeah, you could. I heavily doubt that. Like, LeBron James is a basketball player. Yeah, but his you hand-eye played. coordination, his strength, his size. What is, never going to have. Tiger Woods. LeBron James is un, undoubtedly has Tiger Woods be in every category of muscles. Yeah. But Tiger Woods would school LeBron James. Yeah, but I'm not Tiger Woods. But you did take golf lessons for like how many years of your life? I didn't take lessons, but I played for four years. Four years? LeBron but still James like, probably never played around ago. Mike Vick, after like one year, was already better than me. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's different though. He Mike Vick. <laughs> he's genetically superior to me when it comes to athleticism. No, he's just, <laughs> he's just Mike Vick, bro. Because like, that, that's not really saying much because LeBron James – Though he is bigger than Tom Brady, Tom Brady would be genetically superior to him when it comes to playing quarterback. Okay. But what, I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, the physique, the physique, though it plays a part, it's it's not what all, is what's all there. It's different for different sports, of course. But like, we're talking. You'd beat him in a round of golf, I believe in you, Rich. Thanks a lot. <laughs> like, basketball is, like, if you're not solid, you're not going to. Make like it will be extremely Spot hard to make it to the NBA. Like there's still outliers of like just, completely amazing players, but yeah, I mean the average height six six. Like what it's only like 
three players under six foot in the NBA or something like that. I think just like Jordan right. McLaughlin, Isaiah Thomas, somebody else. Trey Young is Trey Young under six? No, he's six three. He's as tall as Aaron Donald. Really, is Trey Young is six three? Yeah, it does not look like it. I know. That's how it is. Like Anthony Edwards just looks super tall. He's six six. Like, uh, while I'm at the Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green, you're always like, oh. He looks short because he's always against the centers. I met him. He's like he's like six nine. He's like towering over me. It's like crazy. But yeah, there's, there's always genetic advantages in sports. Oh, of course, of course, man. There's like genetic advantages. And what I was gonna, I don't think they're intentionally like trying to cheat or get an advantage when they transition. Because transitions a big, big thing. It's not like you're taking steroids where you become stronger or anything. Like, if your transition to be female, it's probably the opposite. Uh, and you, you're you going to be looked at differently from everybody. There's a lot of hate. We were just talking about how much hate transgender people get. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that goes into that. So, like, to transition, especially with that everybody looking at you, if you're an athlete like that, it's, like, I don't think anybody would do it just for a competitive advantage. Also, if you're transitioning from being a guy to a girl, girls don't get paid a lot to do sports. So, like, there's not, like, well, I guess great, I, there's I not, guess, like, a great reason. I guess that would be a great reason if you wouldn't made wouldn't have made it as a guy but wouldn't make it as a girl. Yeah. That's like, this guy did make it as a guy, though. Like, he's still, I'm pretty sure, D1. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, though, uh, what about if it was a girl going to a guy? Has there? I wonder have there been like any cases where a girl going to a guy where where she's like, su- see that's tough because su- what's, what is superb? No, no, no. I think what they take, I don't know what count as steroids because that might ta- count as PED, what they have to take to pr- transition, mm. which if they have to take one of the drugs that are outlawed by the NCAA, it's tough. But guys do have a genetic advantage over girls, so like if they transition, they can't take those peds that they would need to like transition they wouldn't be like fully transitioned they'd have a very big disadvantage which mm-hmm. that's like you're never going to hear a story about that i feel like because that's like punching up you know a guy breaking news a guy going to a girl's conversation is like punching down because guys are genetically more athletic like, not every guy like i'm not as athletic as serena williams but like average mm-hmm. wise yeah guys are so yeah but it's tough. I don't think, as uh, Bianca would say, it's not that deep. I don't <laughs> think it's that deep. Shout out Bianca, Shout bro. Out Bianca. A lot of these stuff we talk about, I'm like, man, it really isn't that deep. But, like, yeah, yeah, I don't think that one is that deep. And I think people are only getting outraged because of the headline. Like, yeah. oh, this person transitions now they're getting first place this is and everybody's outraged when all the people like they talked to a lot of competitors like i don't care like yeah yeah it's it's uh and while the wnba players want to play against the guys the what was her name was like yeah i'll beat demarcus cousins all that like i don't know she could destroy it do you think the worst player well not against ever- demarcus cousins now but yeah man do you i think <laughs> don't kill me guys <laughs> I think the worst player in the NBA, the twelfth man on the worst team, could beat the best player in the NBA. I mean, in the WNBA. What do you think? I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I think. I think she would score, but I don't think she'd win. It's tough. Hmm. Because she'd be making more money than he would. 
No, I doubt that. No, the best player in the NBA definitely, I mean, in the WNBA, definitely makes more than the worst player in the WNBA. Because they have a minimum for NBA, how much you can make. What's, so what, Let me see. Well, look up uh, most for WNBA. I'll look up least for NBA. Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> highly, highly paid. Highest paid WNBA player. Okay. So there's only been there's only sixteen NBA players that made under a million dollars last year. Ooh, okay. Okay. Okay, so how much did your uh how much did your lowest player pay make? Oh well this is a ten day contract. Ah, that don't count. Okay, wait, this one I think's a full year. Okay. Two hundred twenty two thousand. Two hundred twenty two thousand? Yeah. Diane Taruso made two hundred twenty eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's something, bro. I told you she that's crazy that the worst player in the NBA has a salary comparative. The league average for lowest in the past twenty years in the NBA is thirty uh three hundred eleven thousand. Mm. So and in two thousand uh eighteen the lowest paid player made eight hundred thousand. Really? Yeah. So NBA players make a lot of money. And she only made two hundred twenty-eight k. Well, yeah. well, I guess we can't compare them to because you know WNBA people people in the NBA don't get paid by like that. They get paid by like viewerships and stuff like that, or through like all that stuff. Well, this is just tickets. pure contracts. Yeah, because NBA but how players do they get make, all that money. Though? NBA That's players make like more than like NFL players. Like a lot of other players because they do get a lot of endorsements. Like shoe endorsements mm-hmm. are big NBA. NBA is a big like mm-hmm. personality thing. Like the Tom Brady has like less followers than like probably like the 20th best NBA player or something like NBA followers on mm-hmm. anything are so much higher than every other uh sport. I think it's because they don't wear face masks yeah I think that's a big thing there's less <laughs> they, of they don't wear helmets that's what I'm saying I think NBA markets their stars the best yeah because NHL MLB are the worst like Shohei Otani had one of the best seasons of all time at MLB and they did not market him at all most people don't even know who he is no I have no idea who that is yeah exactly and he just uh, may have had the best season in MLB history, ba- breaking like a lot of Babe Ruth records, which like are crazy. Home run well, he was a pitcher and a hitter. Really? And he was crazy at both. He made the All Star team for both. Uh, I forget if he led the league in home runs, but he was up there. Like he can smack the ball, and he had like a two point eighty ERA or something. Like he was crazy. He was. He's absolutely insane. But he's also Japanese, so you won't hear as much about him. Cause that's what Stephen A. Smith said. Which Stephen A. Smith's a little xenophobic, but we won't get into that. What What does xenophobic mean? I've heard the word and I knew what it meant like a week ago. Yeah, we talked about it. it's like hey, anybody outside your country. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was saying how like you can't have the face of the MLB not be from <laughs> America and. He he talks most about basketball and the three best basketball players. None of them are from America, you know. You said the three best basketball. Yeah, Kevin Durant's from here. LeBron's no. from here. Steph is from here. The three, <laughs> the three most MVP voters game this year. Um, uh, Luca. No, not Jokic. Me. Yeah, Embiid and Giannis. Giannis is the best player in the world. He's not American. You think uh, Giannis is the best player in the world? Yeah, easily. Really? Yeah, but like they're all these big stars, like these young stars in the NBA, are all not from America. Except for like Trey Young yeah. and Anthony Edwards, uh, yeah. He, he, he made sure to throw in Anthony. Edwards. Yeah. Next hey man, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> we're here, this is going on a very long time. Hey, bro, how long is this? It's about an hour and a half. Me and Amon <laughs> have a lot of finals to study for. It is 11 p.m. on a Sunday night. I know, so, right? I got to get up in the morning. Thank you guys for all your viewership this uh, season. It's been amazing. Man, yeah, man. I want to appreciate y'all for all the support, man. Y'all have shown so much love and support. And I'm I'm sorry we hit you guys with such a long episode yeah. and we didn't have any guests. But we just wanted to bring you guys back down because, you know, we started. We started this with just me and Rich. Yeah. And, you know, we ain't rich or nothing, but it's just like, <laughs> 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 you yeah. want to donate? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I know. It's been so much love. About to hit a thousand follow uh, downloads throughout all of, our, all of our episodes. I mean, the support is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. End of the year. This is our last episode for four months. I mean, crazy to think how we started this and where we're at now and everything we have achieved so far and how much we've just learned. I mean, this season I've learned so much, yeah. a lot that I'm going to take through life, uh, exposing myself to different cultures, different opinions. I mean, it's been fantastic. Yeah, for sure, guys. Keep your head up, man. Richie got something special for y'all playing next semester. Yeah. Well, this has been season two of It Ain't So Black and White. I'm Richie Lyons. I'm a mud Owens. Peace, y'all.